You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's world. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So I know we are two weeks into the new year. It's January 14th. We are exactly (laughs) two weeks into the new year. And I hope that the new year is treating you right. Again, you know... Every year, I think a lot of us psych ourselves up. It's the new year. We got to, you know, we got to create all these vision boards. We got to make these plans. We got to, you know, we have to live up to these. We have to create these expectations to live up to. And it becomes kind of like a frenzy. And so the start of the new year is really a lot of busy work, right? We're trying to set the tone and set the pace for the year to come, which is not a bad thing. I think, you know, many of us do need that sort of like point of discipline in a sense, you know, it's Q1, let's get things together. Let's, let's really focus on, on, on the plans for the year. I think it's always great to set a plan. Um, I think what's also great though, is to have the mindset that yes, we're setting up the plan, but we need to be flexible because it's January. By the time July comes around, five of your plans might shift. (laughs) Five of your plans might not work out so well. Um, So I think that it is great to set the timeline, set the goals, you know, have the dreams, but be flexible. I think a lot of us lack that flexibility. We're so rigid with the, you know, the goals that we set and the ideas that we have, and it has to be this way or no way. Um, And I think that's what ends up setting, setting us up, or that's what sets us up rather for I guess the quote unquote failure because we, you know, we're not flexible in our plans. We're not flexible in um, our goals and how we're achieving them. And we have to be because you know what? Life is unexpected. Life throws you curveballs. You might be on path A and then next thing you know, you got to jump to path E, you know, at, at a moment's notice. So I think that's really important for us to learn the art of flexibility. Things are not always going to go the way that you want them to go. And that's not always a bad thing. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, I feel like I had to get that off my chest because I mean, I'm, I've, I've learned over the years to become a more flexible person and I can always become even more flexible, but I feel like that's really important. And I think that that's why a lot of us kind of suffer a little bit. It's that lack of flexibility, you know? Um, and sometimes we, we, like when other when other people are telling us to be flexible, we don't take it as a positive. We don't take it as a constructive criticism. We take it negative as if the person is saying, oh, you can't do this or oh, you're not able or oh, this is not going to work. That's not always the case. I think that individual, if they're seeing where you're going with things and maybe they've been there before, they're probably just giving you the sound advice. Hey, be you know, I see your plans. Just be a little flexible, though, because you never know. But either way, either way, (laughs) today I actually want to talk about um, the art of trying. I always try to put the art before something. I feel like everything is like, you know, a, a study of some sort. But the art of trying. I don't know if you guys remember 
the saying or if you still uh, use the saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And it sounds very cheesy. It's very corny, but there is so much truth to that phrase. So I want to talk about that today, the art of trying and, um, you know, understanding that trying new things is not a bad thing. I think sometimes we feel like we can't try new things. We can't try new careers. We can't try new businesses. You know, if, if, if we're, if we're, if we're always trying something out, it seems as if we're all over the place and we're not committed and we don't know what we're doing. And I think that that's actually a very, very, um, wrong approach. So I want to talk about that today, but before I do that, um, a couple of announcements. One, I would like for all of you <laughs> to subscribe to the podcast. I'm trying to do better with commanding and I don't want to say demanding, but asking you all in a very nice way to please subscribe, rate and review the show. Frida's World podcasts were available on pretty much every platform. So your I, you know, your iTunes, which they I guess they call Apple Podcasts now, uh SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. So we're pretty much on all the major platforms. So I need you all at this moment, as you're listening to my voice, to please go in and click the subscribe button. And if you're feeling even more, even more sharing today, or if you're in the sharing mood, um, share the episode with one of your friends, at least one of your friends. Um, also, make sure that you head over to our website, www.fridasworld.com. We're really trying to ramp up the uh, the mailing list so that you guys can start receiving the newsletter. We have a really great newsletter in store for you for February. Consistency is the key this year. And so we're really trying to... Um, really trying to bring, you know, great quality, really trying to bring value. I know a lot of times we get newsletters and we're like, okay, that's cool. Some of us don't even open. We see newsletter, we don't even open the newsletter. And I get it because I'm one of those people too. Um, but we're really trying to deliver value this year. I think that that's one of the the key phrases, the mantras um, for Frida's world this year is value because everybody, everybody wants value, right? That's, that's what, that's, that's why we're engaged with certain platforms. That's why we tune into certain things. We're looking for value. How can this enrich me? How can this, you know, you know, better my life? Um, so that's what we're trying to do. So definitely sign up, go to the website and sign up to be part of our mailing list. We do have a lot of great things in store this year. I've been able to slowly but surely build up um, a great team so that we're, again, effective, efficient and consistent this year. Um, and follow us on our IG. We are on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. We are on Instagram. Please follow us. We definitely want to engage with you in our DMs. So send us a DM, send us a quick message. Um, we're re- you know, I really love the Instagram platform. I love engaging with, you know, my followers. I try to do so as much as possible. There's a couple of you um, that we regularly engage commenting under under photos and whatnot. So if you're on Instagram, if you're a big Instagram person, definitely follow us on Instagram. We're also on Facebook and we started the Facebook group 
um, Frida's World, the after show. So we're going to be doing a lot more with that this year. I know we started it toward the end of last year. And the purpose of Frida's World, the after show is to really take the, you know, take the discussion to another level. You know, we we have different shows. Sometimes we have different guests that talk about specific topics. And, you know, I want to be able to engage with you all and to kind of flesh out some of the topics, some of the the um, the things that were brought up within the show. So that's what Frida's World, the after show is. So if you are on Facebook, please join the Facebook group or ask to join the Facebook group, Frida's World, the after show. So. Each week, you guys know that I share my highlight of the week. And this week, the highlight is very short. It's not going to be a whole monologue like last week. But this week, my highlight is that work is getting a little better. And I mean, sometimes it's that simple. You know, last week, the last couple of weeks, I feel like work was really taking me for a spin. And I'm, you know, I was just kind of wondering to myself, what am I here on this earth to do? <laughs> I was questioning life. Like, what? what is my purpose? What is my goal? Am I ever going to be satisfied with what I do? You know, you hear these people talking about how they love, 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 love their job and that, you know, work doesn't even feel like work. And for me, I'm like, Lord, is that ever going to be a possibility for me? Like, am I ever going to wake up one day and say, God, I love what I do. It doesn't feel like work. Like, am I going to feel this way? I don't know. I'm not even sure if everybody's meant to feel that way. Right. I don't know. Um, but I was really kind of going through it a little bit because I just really felt like I, you know, I'm somebody who needs to have some sort of certainty, especially when it comes to work. There has to be some sort of routine, even though the routine can shift here and there. I get it. But things kind of need to be there has to be some sort of like roadmap or something. And I was I was feel I was feeling a little off because of the fact that I didn't necessarily have that. And I still don't necessarily have it to to the extent that I you know that I think is I don't know workable but I feel like I'm taking marginal steps <laughs> remember that's my that's my catchphrase for the year marginal steps to achieve great goals I am taking marginal steps I'm trying to take things into my own hands I'm trying to see if I could maybe create this pathway so that I can have a better working experience for the time, you know, for the time that I'm where I'm at. Um, but I, I can say that this week I feel a lot better about, you know, my 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 space, my work, what I'm doing. I feel like I'm starting to create this routine. I like routine. Um I don't I don't like monotony, but I do like some sort of routine, like even if it's crazy, but I still like a routine. And so I think I'm starting to get into a routine um, that's best for me. So I don't know. I, I feel I feel really good um, this week. I don't feel as stressed. I don't feel as uncertain. I'm not questioning life. So I think we're good. So that is my highlight of the week. So as I had mentioned at the beginning of the show or really two minutes ago, <laughs> you know, we, a lot of us grew up with this, with this catchphrase. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And I think that a lot of us, um, you know, kind of saw it as that or kind of see it as that. Yeah. It's a catchphrase, you know? Okay, cool. That's, it's very cheesy. It's very corny. Some of us find it to be an interesting nursery rhyme and we kind of leave it at that. But the reason I really wanted to talk about 
the art of trying today is because, you know, we're in this new year and a lot of us um, are trying to figure out what it is that we need to be doing next, whether it be career, whether it be, you know, a new business. I feel like a lot of us, especially those of us women of color within our 30s somethings, you know, we're at this point where it's like a weird midlife crisis that we're experiencing. I call it the the mid-career crisis. I find that a lot of us might have some sort of stability in our lives, like we're either married or on the road to marriage. Those of us who are not looking to get married, you know, we're kind of content with the way our personal lives are to an extent, but it's our careers that are, that's kind of like driving us crazy, right? We don't, a lot of us don't know what the next step is career-wise. We've reached a point where, you know, we're either like for, for us, those of us who are lawyers, we've been practicing for maybe eight years, nine years, some of us 10 years, and we're wondering, all right, what's the next step? I don't really think I want to do this anymore. But, you know, if I don't do this, then <laughs> what am I going to do? Some of us are, you know, are just so confused with where we're at and where we want to go. Like some of us, if you ask us, what do you want to do? We really, we don't even know what to say. Um, so I think we're at this interesting intersection in our lives where we're really just trying to figure out who we are career wise, I think. Um, and it's it's very troubling to many of us. It's very daunting and it's it's actually quite scary to be honest. And it makes you question who you are, what you know, what you, you know, your skill set, what you're good at. It I don't know, I just feel like it makes you question so much about yourself professionally. Um I feel like a lot of us have so many different talents and we could essentially probably be anything that we want, become anything that we want, do anything that we want. But I think it might've been the last episode. I talked about how fear cripples, um, cripples us in ways that, you know, we would never imagine. Some of us don't even know that we're being crippled by fear. And, I also feel like a lot of us are deterred by public opinion of ourselves, right? I think a lot of us um, have been so used to living up to other people's standards, whether it be our parents, whether it be our bosses, our colleagues, I don't know, our spouses. I mean, maybe we've created unrealistic expectations for ourselves. So we're living up to standards that don't even make sense to us. But for whatever reason, <laughs> we're holding ourselves to these interesting, odd, weird expectations. Um, but I say all that to say a lot of us are afraid to try we're afraid to try for many reasons. We're afraid to try because some of us don't like disappointment. Some of us do not like rejection. Some of us hate making mistakes. And when you're trying new things, mistakes are inevitable, right? When you're trying new things, disappointment is inevitable. Because again, you're trying. You're trying to figure out whether or not this particular course of action is for you. Whether or not this business is for you. Whether or not this new job is for you. I really... I really stand in awe of individuals who are always trying new things. And what I mean by that is I have friends who at least 
once a year or <laughs> once every two years they're at a new job. And a lot of times these jobs have nothing to do with the previous job. And I think for the most part, society would say this person is all over the place. This person does not know what they want to do. They are undisciplined. They are all over the place. And all over the place is usually seen as a negative thing. But I actually stand in awe in these in some of these individuals because I think that with some people, not all, some people, when you find that they're, you know, going from job to job, it's not because they are, you know, undisciplined or they have no clue what they're doing with their lives and they don't know what they're doing. So they're just kind of haphazardly bouncing from job to job. I think that in some individuals, they, it's actually a strategy. They're trying to figure out what suits them the best. It's not that they're trying to, you know, they're just, they're just saying yes to everything and they're just like, whatever, I just need a job or they're leaving, they're leaving their jobs on bad, bad notes and they're just kind of bouncing around. I think that some, some of these individuals are truly just f- trying to figure out what's the best fit. And I think that there's nothing wrong with, finding out what better suits you. And I think these are the individuals at the end of the day who are sitting around talking about, wow, I'm so in love with my job. My job doesn't even feel like work because that's how that's how much I love what I do. And it's not to say that these individuals who are talking about how much they love their jobs are just kind of sitting on a porch drinking champagne and and that's their job. Like I have one of my cousins who loves her job, but her job is probably one of the most stressful jobs I've ever <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like it's a very stressful, very high powered, very demanding job, but it suits her. She loves what she does. She, you know, she loves the work. She loves the hard work. She loves the results. So, you know, a lot of times I think when people hear individuals who are like, oh, I love their job, they probably are wondering, what is this person doing? Making yoga pants? Like they can't, they can't be doing anything serious if they're talking about they love their job. Like it can't be that stressful. But I think it's about what suits you, what fits your personality. And the only way to truly know what suits you and what fits you is to try new things. You know, I think a lot of us, we, we, aside from being afraid, but we just tend to, we just tend to stick to the status quo or what we think a status quo is. And we're afraid to venture off and try these new things that might actually be life changing. And for me, I guess the concept of trying or the art of trying really came to light when I started Frida's uh, Frida Women NYC, the accessories line. Um, I started that in 2017 in August. And, you know, when I first started the business, I had all of these plans. I had all of these goals. I had all of these, you know, points that I wanted to achieve. And it, you know, this was it. But then as time went on, I realized that I had to be flexible, right? I had to shift a little bit. What I, what I assumed would be great ended up, ended not, you know, ended up not being great. Um, What I thought was going to be a profitable season was not profitable at all. What I thought, you know, was going to hit the market by storm flopped like flat on its face. 
And as time continued to go on, I had to ask myself, okay, Rita, is this something that you truly want to do? Are you totally in love with the model the way it is now? Do we need to repivot? Do we need to try something new? Like, what can I do to revitalize this? Do I need to revitalize it? Maybe I need to scrap this altogether and start a different business plan. Maybe I need to look at a different business model. This, you know, this was working at some point, but it's not working anymore. Like, should I try something new? And for the for a very long time, it took me a while to really to really pivot in a sense. I was still stuck on the fact that I spent so much money. I spent so much time and effort on this particular business plan and you know, it's not working, but, and I've, I've, I've re I've, you know, repositioned myself and I still feel like it's not working. You know, what am I going to do? You know, I can't just drop it, right? I can't just leave it to try something new. Like what about all my hard work? But this, you know, not this year, but in 2018, towards the end, I made the executive decision for myself that, you know what, I'm going to have to put this business to bed. Although it's still lingering out there. I haven't, I didn't wind it up fully yet, but I am going to wind it up. Why? Because it's, I, I tried a few things and it didn't work to the way, you know, to the way that I felt like I needed it to work. But me being who I am, I'm like, well, what can I do next? What, what, you know, what's the next plan? What's the next idea? What can I try my hand at? And so with the podcasting and the radio show, according to RP that I have on WJMS radio, I realized that I truly enjoy this media world, right? I truly enjoy it. I feel like, you know, hopefully I give some value. <laughs> um, but you know what? How about I put my energy more so into that, more into the podcast, more into the radio show, more into the creative, you know, things that that I do. Let's let's focus that energy there and maybe let's create a business plan around that. So that's that's it's not really a new thing that I'm trying. It's it's an old thing that I'm looking at in a new lens. So I'm trying a you know, I'm trying to approach it in a new or in a new lens or in a new way rather. Um, so I'm trying something different with, with respect to work. Like, you know, I started off in criminal law and then somehow I ended up in labor law working union side, but I decided to try something different because I feel like whatever my, my, my purpose is, I haven't found the job that truly is aligned with my purpose as of yet. And so in order for me though to find that job that is aligned with my purpose, I have to I have to bounce around a little bit. I gotta try new things. So I decided to leave my job in July to start a new job, still doing labor law, but working for a management side um, company in more so an advisory capacity, in a human resource capacity, as opposed to litigating and arbitrating cases. I am, you know, doing investigations. I am serving as counsel to, you know, different different locations and different stakeholders, giving my opinion, um, you know, really doing a little more of a, I guess, of a compliance um, side work. So it's definitely different from what I've done before. If you look at my resume, 
you will say this is a litigator. This is somebody who argues cases. This is somebody who does casework. Um, this is an advocate as opposed to somebody who's now on like a biz- the business side of things. But I had to I had to try something new and I'm trying something new and it might not necessarily be what's for me. And so, which means I'm going to have to try something new again, but I have to be open to the idea of trying. And I can't, like, if this job doesn't necessarily work out, I cannot look at it as a failure. I cannot sit back and say, wow, I failed at this new thing that I tried. I wanted to try something new and now I failed at it. I'm not good at it. And now I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Like I can't think like that. I have to sit back if this doesn't work out because things don't always work out. And I think we have to be honest with ourselves. Things don't always work out, especially when we're trying things that are new. You know, we don't know anything about what it is that we're trying. Like, we don't know how we're going to fare. So we have to be open-minded to see and to understand that if we try something new and it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. You, I mean, mistakes could have been made, but we have to let these mistakes serve as our personal trainer in a sense. I think a lot of us are somewhat obsessed with this idea of being that consistent person, right? Somebody who's sure of themselves, somebody who's focused. I mean, when you think about career, right? I started off, well, I'm still in law. I'm a lawyer. So all my jobs need to be law or legal-ish jobs, right? If I were to tell somebody tomorrow that I left the, the law business and now I'm going to sew yoga pants and sell them on the black market. I don't know why I'm obsessed with with creating yoga pants. It's because a couple of years or yeah, a few years ago, I had heard that one of my former colleagues had left um, law altogether to go make and sell yoga pants. I don't know how successful she is, but apparently she's living her best life. So for some reason, I keep bringing up the yoga pants. Um, I don't, I think I, I think I own a couple of pairs of yoga pants. I'm not, I don't even do yoga, but I'm obsessed with, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know why, but I guess I feel like, Hey, if you can, if you, if you're living your best life making yoga pants, I mean, that's something I need to aspire to. But either way, um, I feel like going back now that I've derailed this whole conversation, (laughs) what I was trying to get at is that I find that a lot of times, um, you know, we want to we want to be viewed as this, you know, confident person, this person who's on track, this person who's certain. And so when we deviate um, from the status quo, it makes us look as if we're, again, all over the place, that we're not consistent, that we don't know what we're doing in life and that we're not a serious person. I think that's really what it is. We want to be viewed as serious people. We want to be taken seriously. And so. When it comes to careers, I think a lot of us are afraid to move around. We're afraid to try these new things because it, in in, in a sense, kind of um, a- attacks this idea or the, or it deconstructs this idea that we are serious individuals. It kind of makes it the opposite almost like, wow, like she left, you know, the law to go, you know, into business, like society likes things to make sense and if it doesn't make sense to them then it has to be crazy right it has to be odd it has to be 
um, it it has to be. I don't want to say bad. Bad's like not really the word, but it it can't be. It can't be right. If it doesn't make sense to society, then it has to be a crazy thought. Like you have to be out of your mind, and it it won't work. It can't. It can't be good, right? It can't work. Um, and I think that a lot of us have have drunk that Kool-Aid or are drinking that Kool-Aid and that's preventing us from really achieving our goals and really figuring out what our purpose is in life. Like your purpose might not be, you know, working in a law firm. You know, you might be making a lot of a lot of money, great money at that, but that might not be your purpose. But because, you know, you went to law school, you got this law job, you got this, you know, you're working at a prestigious law firm you know, you feel like you have to stay there because that's, you know, your, you know, you said you wanted to be a lawyer. You said you wanted to work in a law firm. And even though you realize that this shit is killing you, <laughs> literally, it's like, well, I can't deviate from, you know, the status quo. I can't, I can't try something new. If I try something new, what if it doesn't work? You know, what if, what if I, I make myself out to be a fool and I left this job that pays me so much money just to try something else and now I'm like boo-boo the fool. But I feel like this, again, this desire to be consistent in the eyes of the world, this is what's killing us. It's killing us. It's keeping us from from seeking out our true potential. You know, it's it's... I feel like it's disrupting it's disrupting a lot of our lives. It's causing us a lot of heartburn because some of us really want to try and we're actually we might actually be great at this thing that we want to try, but we're afraid to do so. Um so I think my spiel today or I guess the message that I want to convey from all of this is that if at first you don't succeed, try try again. There's nothing wrong with trying, repositioning yourself, pivoting it. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Now you know what not to do the next time. You know, that's that's really all it is. I mean, some sometimes we try and, you know, it can have some negative impacts because we probably didn't do our research like, you know, we tried to buy a house and we put down $200,000 and it ended up being a scam and we lost the money. Like that's a different type of try. <laughs> when we're trying, if we're trying things that are risky, there needs to be some sort of due diligence. There needs to be some sort of research. So I'm not trying to tell you guys to go out there and, you know, you know, put your life savings in, in a Bitcoin or whatever. But I'm, I'm, you know, in terms of the practicality of things, I mean, I, I am still, trying. <laughs> Every day I am trying new things. And those of you who are in my inner circle know that my mind is always spinning. I'm always trying to figure out something new. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking about something new. Um, and I think that we all need to be at that, at that place where we're trying. We're always trying. It does not hurt to try. And if you fall and if you fail, you just try again. I think that we need to stop caring so much about what other people think of us. I think that that is one of the key reasons why a lot of us do not try and we do not step out on faith. It's because we're afraid of what other people are going to think. Like, oh, last week she wanted to be a writer and she started a blog, but now this week she's doing a podcast or this week she decided that she wanted to sell perfume online. Like this chick is all over the place. What is she doing with her life? That's none of their business. Are they paying your bills? 
And even if they are helping to pay your bills, it's none of their business. It's your life. And if you want to try something, as long as it's not putting you in the poor house and it's not, you know, you know, creating any any serious issues, why not try it? Why not try it? And I think that especially those of us who are working the nine to five, we're in the rat race, you know, maybe what it is that you want to try is something creative. You know, you can people are starting side hustles every day. You know, people are starting side hustles every day. It's about discipline. It's about consistency. It's about the work ethic. Yes. But if there's something that you want to try, try it out while you're working, you know, don't leave your job to go make yoga pants, (laughs) but you know, let's sew on the side, let's sew on the weekends. And if, you know, maybe you can scale the business while you're still at work. And next thing you know, you can quit your job because your yoga pants business is making millions on the side, you know, but I, you know, again, I say all of that to say this at the end of the day, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying. And I think that we just need to break away from this desire and this need and this obsession with caring about what other people think about our trying. Um, I think that we need to break out of this idea that, you know, we need to be in this, you know, cookie cutter lifestyle that, you know, just because we said we were going to try some, you know, we were going to not try something, but just because we set out to do one thing that we now are forever locked into this career or this particular course of action, and we cannot deviate to try something else. Like we need to break out of that. I feel like, you know, as time goes on and I'm getting more confident in myself and in the things that I, I do, I am constantly trying new things. Sometimes you guys don't even know I'm trying new things because you don't always have to publicize that you're trying new things. That's the other thing too. We don't need to share on social media that we're taking, you know, trying our hand at being a baker. Everybody doesn't need to know what you're trying. Like you can try these things in the comfort of your own home. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, But I think we just need to, especially in this new decade, this new year, you know, what we're trying, we're, you know, creating new mantras and we're trying to, you know, change mindsets. Let's, let's, let's take more leaps this year. Let's try more this year. You know, I, I am definitely encouraging everyone to try something new. You know, it could have been something that you always wanted to do when you're, and you're wondering like, oh, I don't know if I just try it take the class. If it doesn't work out, drop out. Like it's not, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with figuring out midway through that. Eh, I don't like this. It doesn't mean that you're an inconsistent person. It just means that you identified early on that you don't like this and you're not going to waste any more time, waste any more energy or waste any more money um, doing this particular thing. I think, again, like we're just our minds are just so programmed to, again, care about what people have to say. We're always concerned. Am I doing the right thing? What will people think if I drop out of this class when I just was talking? about it on social media that I was signing up for it. Who cares? Stop posting your stuff on social media. If you are a person who cares about what people think, stop telling the world that you're doing things. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself so that you, so that the blowback is not so hard like when you decide that you're not going to do this thing anymore. Um, but I think I've said my piece. I think you guys get the gist of this. <laughs> 
of the show. Um, so again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Frida's World. Always here to try to educate and just try to, you know, I don't know, I like I like to just talk things out sometimes because I go through these these, you know, motions just like you. And I feel like it's always important to be transparent. You know, I'm I'm figuring things out just like you guys are, which is why I think that this is very important because sometimes I feel like we kind of feed off each other. You know, I talk these things out and then it, I kind of get the jewels for myself. Like, yes, Rita. Yes. Try more. <laughs> You're already trying, but try a little more. Um, but I really hope that you guys um, were able to find some sort of value from this episode. Um, I know that this is the second episode of this year, the second solo episode, but we are definitely gearing up to get the guests back on the show so that we can drop more gems, uh, you know, drop more knowledge on you guys. But again, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. Please, please, please remember to subscribe, rate and review. If you guys want to be guests on the Frida's World Show, send us an email at Rita, R-I-T-H-A, at Frida'sWorld.com. Slide up in our DMs on the IG, Frida, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. Um, and we'd be happy to have you, happy to hear from you. And with that being said, it's a wrap, everyone. Whose world is this? It's Frida's World. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you with future, that's classic. It's Frida's world.